Welcome to Fundraising Fundamentals. This is the Chronicle of Philanthropy's monthly podcast. I'm Tony Martinetti. This month, killing your sacred cow gala. Tradition is often a mistake made more than once, a Boy Scout leader used to tell me. We're looking critically at your grand gala event. Does it really work for you, or are you continuing a mistaken tradition? My guest is Susan Gabriel, Senior Associate at Cause Effective. They're at causeeffective.org and at Cause Effective. Welcome, Susan Gabriel. Thank you. Good morning. Tell us a little bit about uh, Cause Effective. I love the work you're doing there. Thank you so much, Tony. Um, Cause Effective is an almost 35-year-old nonprofit organization, and our mission as a nonprofit is to help other nonprofits build their capacity around resource development. We do that through individual donor outreach and building boards of directors um, and a lot of work around special events and anniversary campaigns. And, and getting nonprofits to the next level. Exactly. Which right. is a question I hear a lot. How do Ex- I do that? How do exactly. I get to the next level? Yes. Yep. Cool. Um, okay. We're evaluating our, uh, our gala on the assumption that, uh, it, it, well, to find out if it's a sacred cow, but it might very well be. Um, what are some tips for evaluating whether our gala really works for us. Uh, people usually have a gut sense that something is okay. terribly wrong. <laughs> I think that's the first. It starts there. Yeah. yeah, it starts there. It's just, galas are so intense. They're expensive with money, with people, with time, with uh, human capital. We're playing on our relationships and and people are uh, very often exhausted afterwards. So if, if you're putting too much in and you're just not getting enough out, then you really need to stop and take a breath and look at it, especially if it's been going on for many, many years. Now, that's not only in terms of dollars, though. Exactly right. Right? What are some other things that we want to look at critically, whether it's achieving its goals? I think that's such an important point because events do a lot for us, or they can and they should, in terms of meeting our organizational objectives. They can raise visibility. They can bring new friends. They can help us reach new markets. They can help us turn people who have always been donors into askers for us by inviting them on a host committee. They c- they're a great way, obviously, of, of thanking people and bringing you know recognition to people. And it's public and it can be fun and it can raise morale there's a lot of wonderful reasons why to do an event so if you have that list of objectives very clearly usually fundraising is at the top of that list yeah then you want to evaluate how are we doing and can we do better okay and uh, much, much broader than just dollars mm. um, now there are going to be a lot of people who are wedded to our uh, our grand tradition gala uh, they may be a little resistant to even evaluating whether we ought to continue it, let alone making changes to it. How are we going to get these people uh, on board with like the evaluation process to start? Right. I think uh, it's very common that people, we've always done an event, we love the event, our board members like the event because it's easier to sell a ticket sometimes, yes. you know, than it is to say, please come learn more about this organization. Right. Some of our stakeholders will, but we always have this event every year. So g- taking a breath again with our team and getting them to step back with us a little bit and take a really critical look at the event, how we can improve it together. I think it's so important to bring your board members into that conversation. Sometimes the nuts and bolts of really, again, lining up those objectives and comparing them against performance and saying, you know, return on investment. How are we doing? Are we really getting out of it? Um, what we need to to make it worth it to the agency and then in terms of outside stakeholders the people who come every year identifying a few of those and having a conversation with them about 
what do you think about this event? How could we make it better? Or maybe we could shift it a little bit. And how would you, as one of our ongoing, maybe corporate sponsors, feel if we did that? Mm. Oh, interesting. Or even uh, corporate sponsorship. Absolutely. We're, we're interested in their opinion. Yeah. If they're major stakeholders in, Absolutely in right. our annual. Yeah. Okay. Volunteer. They're doing it for a reason, right? They're doing it for a reason, so we want to speak to those reasons. We want to include them. We want to have a dialogue, a cultivation, you know, opportunity with them to say, help us think together to make this event better, to meet your needs as well as ours. Yeah, okay. Uh, and also, beyond board members, other key volunteers that are steeped in this gala tradition with us. Absolutely. Right? The, the Absolutely. honorary chairs of maybe the past recent, recent few dinners or, or events guys. or things like that. Yeah, get these people... I, I, I was working with someone the other day who brought an event. They've been doing an event for more than 15 years. And when it started out, it was the place to be every year. It was sparkly and high profile and everybody loved it and everybody came. But over the years, for various reasons, it just dwindled, dwindled until when we did our analysis recently, they're paying 75 cents on the dollar. Um, in terms of what they're raising yeah. and they're not getting enough else out of it to really make that work. All those other factors exactly. still, still not, exactly. not offsetting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you have uh, three options if, uh, if we're going to make the change. So we've identified it's not working in enough ways that we got we to gotta shift somehow. Something's got to change. Something's yeah. just, some are not so drastic, some are drastic. So well, let's, let's just preview the, what are our three options. One would certainly be fix it if it's possible. Raise more money, reduce expenses, get more people involved, get more buy-in, do a better job of sharing your program at the event itself so it's more of a cultivation activity. Okay. Number two Number is two is change the, the, the nature of the event dramatically. For instance, changing a sit-down dinner to a cocktail event. That can be a big shift, especially if you have a lot of corporate support. Okay. And our third? Three is... Pull the plug. Drop it. Yeah, bludgeon drop it. it. Bludgeon yeah, it. Bludgeon it. No, bludgeon you're the using sacred the word. Cow. You're, yes, you're I am. bludgeoning it. Yeah. But th very often there are other opportunities that organizations have. Uh, they've said to me, you know, if we took all the time that we invested in this event every year and put it into foundation fundraising or kicking off a major donor, a direct, you know, major donor effort or some other effort, it would we'd be much better off than okay. spending all this time. Okay. We got still still some time left. Let's so let's go back and look at these three in a little more detail. Mm. Budgeting it shouldn't take too much time, but um, <laughs> it's just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, how might we uh, how might we change things without changing the the event itself, but shift shift things around a little bit? I, I think the number one answer to that is start earlier. Start earlier. Start planning earlier. Yeah, planning yeah. earlier, and also uh, keep events uh, as they are in the right perspective as tools. Fundraising is year round relationship building. Events are a tool to help us do that instead of this little rabbit that we pull out of the yes, hat. A means to our end, exactly not right. the reason that we exist exactly around right. fundraising. So all start right. start it all sooner. Engage people sooner. Okay. Um, turn Get the people who have traditionally given to, to do more, frankly. Be on the host committee. Sell a couple of tables. Sell more tickets. Think together with them about finding the next honoree. You mentioned um, reducing expenses too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we've heard stories of the uh, I have, uh, the, you know, the the forty or fifty thousand dollar event honoree. Uh, I, I mean, honoree video. Uh, you know, that was that, the I one mean, I now was that's obviously a huge event. Yeah, it's got to be a million dollar event. I hope, but still, do we need to spend that kind of money on the 
the five minute video? That's a very good question. I mean, some some agencies use that video because of the way it's it's um, created. Right. They can use that video year round because it, it yeah. really shows the program. But if it's just about the honoree, you really got to take a look at that. Okay. Other potential cost cutting places? Uh, venue is oftentimes a big one. Right, um, people right. get wedded to the tablecloths and the food and the, you know, you, I've seen events become much more scaled down, but they're more homey and more inviting uh, and more about family, kind of a family atmosphere, especially if there's a cultural element there mm, that people mm. have a lot more fun. You know, they've turned sort of the middle of the, of the program into a, a dance performance or something. What about the centerpieces? Sometimes they're so <laughs> elaborate you know, uh, sometimes, I mean, the ones I object to are the ones where I can't see across the table. You can't see across but, the but table. But designers typically have gotten smarter than that. But but they still could be very elaborate with like the thin thin stalks and you can see through them. Okay. But they're still, I mean, you could spend a lot of money just on table centerpieces. And, and you, uh, you know, that from, dress up stuff. Uh, that, yeah, the, the tablecloths, right? I think there's no reason why anybody can't get that donated. You're giving okay. a, a, a florist a wonderful opportunity to be in front of a lot of people that may actually ultimately hire them. All right. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm with okay. you. So look scrupulously at costs. Mm-hmm. Um, second one, we might change the nature of the event. Right. Ch- changing the nature of the event is that idea of changing it from a gala to a cocktail event, okay. changing it to a buffet and, and maybe changing it all together. I mean, there may be it really depends on who your people are. And what you need to do to engage them. When you say change it all together, what do you mean? Besides? People think it may be, a th- I mean, I hesitate to say it, but, you know, a theater benefit or a conference or something or a luncheon instead of a dinner, depending on who your people are and what's going to work for them to engage them in the right way. That might be a better solution. Okay. And if we've gotten the buy-in in this whole process, right. then we've got a fairly good size team strategizing with us you know let's think uh let's do some brainstorming strategically and sometimes it might be two events i mean again i hate to say to say but if we're really trying to push too much into one event and make it work on too many different levels there might be one event and a smaller event that will really meet our needs much better in the long run okay and number three Bludgeon. Plug. We'll pull out the pull out the bludgeon, the blunt Again, the blunt instrument. That's a that's an analysis of all your fundraising efforts. And and another thing too is that a lot of uh, agencies nowadays are doing earned income. They're doing program, you know, mutual program uh, opportunities with other partners, and they're asking those partners to help pay. That might be an option for an agency that a big flashy uh, sit down dinner is maybe not the best answer. For the agency, or for the agency, the way it, you know where it is right now. All right, Susan Gabriel at uh, Cause Effective. You'll find them uh, on Twitter at Cause Effective and CauseEffective.org. Susan, thank you so much. It's my pleasure as always. Thank you, and you're going to be back next month because we're going to talk about uh, if you do change your gala, what are some of your options? Susan's going to be back with a charity that uh, made that transition. If you love fundraising fundamentals. I know you do because you just listened to it. I mean, you wouldn't have made it this far if you didn't love it. Check out Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. It's my weekly one-hour podcast that goes way beyond fundraising to help you with all the issues small and mid-sized shops are struggling with. Social media, technology, board relations, volunteer management, events, and all the fundraising topics and way beyond. I've got over 10,000 listeners a week. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and some others. You'll get the info at TonyMartinetti.com. Be with me next month for Fundraising Fundamentals.